it is, what it is, what it is, you know what it is. It's the I Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. Hashtag a podcast for the rest of us. Hashtag Wu-Tang for the children. Hashtag real rap raw. Hashtag the saga continues. It's been a while since I hashtagged the shit out of the show, man. But uh, what's McCall, man? Yo, we're here. I am the sarcastic criminal, the three-eyed raven of hip-hop. It's me, Great Pharaoh. And I'm joined by my mans and them, my brothers in arms. We got the profound conqueror, the chaser of waterfalls, the creator of Code Elephant and CodeElephant.net. The real boogie with a hoodie, Boog. What's good with you, man? What's been going on? What you been listening to? Um, why you pause after every fucking thing now? I don't know, man. I just feel like it's you gotta let that. That's you gotta let that shit set in or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to get that suspense to build up and shit. <laughs> um, everything is good over here, man. Um, I have been listening to. Oh, what's that? What's that girl's name? I've been listening to some R and B, basically. I thought I was gonna be listening to a bunch of hip hop, but I've been listening to a bunch of R and B, mixed in with the Wu Tang, obviously. Um, but a bunch of R and B. I forgot the girl's name, and I, I'm trying. I gotta look up the girl's name that I've been listening to. But her album is pretty cool. It's really, really, really. Um, it's really, really uh, laid back. I think the girl's name is Snow, Snow something. But I, I'm I'm looking it up. Other than that, man, I'm. I have been trying to conserve all the energy I can because, you know, it's every day. That's it. <laughs> word up, word up. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. Yo, we also joined by the Visual Overlord, the one-line Optimus Prime and the forklift driver extraordinaire. Food for your soul. We got soul up in the building. Soul, man, what's good with you? What's been going on? What you been listening to? Let's go with a great pharaoh. Um, nothing much, man. Just trying to survive. Uh, running through another playthrough of Final Fantasy VII right now. I uh, I started earlier last week, I think, when we did our last episode, and now I'm at the end of the game, just trying to get the last little bit of the shit. Um, as far as what I'm listening to, you know, I've been bumping that woo, definitely. Shit's banging. Um, other than that, man, I've actually just let my Spotify kind of have its way with me for the last little bit, so it's just been throwing me however which way I wanted to. Uh, I had some Dizzy Wright playing earlier, I had some Rust playing, uh, had some little Dicky on. He actually has a really cool track with Snoop Dogg. I always like little Dicky. Yeah, I like him too. He's alright. I always like Lil D. I enjoy. I enjoy. I enjoy. He's in, he's in, he's another one of those uh, what you call it, enjoyable MCs. You know, what I mean, he doesn't take himself too serious. He just pleasant rapper. No, and he knows that that's his niche. He yeah. even addressed it. So. Word up, word up. That's what's up. That's what it is. As for me, man, I'm just out here uh, doing a. Uh, Doing the same old thing I'm always doing, listening to mad different music. I've been on the R&B kick too, actually. Uh, same thing. And actually, what I've uh, been doing, or trying to do a little more purposefully, is uh, go back and start listening to a lot of those uh, earlier 2017 records, man. And yo, I think Jadena is in the top five for albums this year. Man, how I'm so top five. Jadena's album is dope. It is. Jadena's album is really, really dope. I forgot how much I was really feeling that album 
when it uh when it dropped and how long I listened to it. And yeah, so Jadena, I've been listening to a lot, a lot of the older stuff, the Drake CD. I tried to replay it, eh, it didn't have the playback appeal. Uh, Rick Ross CD actually didn't have too much of that replay appeal either, which surprised me, because like I said, those are two. Uh, Drake surprisingly I enjoyed. Rick Ross, I, I usually always like Rick Ross records. I didn't really care to to replay that either, man. So I tried to go back, like I said, listen to some older stuff. Not old as in old school, but old as in just, you know, earlier this year. And, yeah, man, it just wasn't hitting like like I thought it would. It surprised me. But uh, today's, uh, but now let's keep it rolling, man. Today's show, we're coming at y'all with that new Wu-Tang, The Saga Continues, full album review. We got to respect the gods that are Wu-Tang and the Wu-Tang Clan. So uh, what's called, man? Just to get it, uh, get us, get us started, man. What did y'all, what, what were y'all feelings going into this album? I couldn't wait to uh, get into it because I felt that it was gonna be um, some real gritty hip hop. I wonder, I, you know, we, I, I haven't heard, I haven't heard like really super gritty hip hop in a while. So I was like, it'll be good to hear some of that. And I saw Redman was all over it, and so I was kind of like word up that's pretty to me that was pretty interesting because uh, because i mean i know him and myth got like a little connection going on but i know he was like an honorable wu-tang member so <laughs> red man uh what was it a hot 97 interview i think i listened to where uh red man said he's lived in staten island since like 1998 oh wow so i guess that makes him yeah i guess that does make him honorary because he right there <laughs> now with them so <laughs> So yeah, but uh, Soul Man, how, how, what'd you think? How'd you feel uh, going into this album? What, what were your expectations? Um, well, to start it off, I didn't grow up with the Wu Tang Clan, so their albums and their body of work wasn't really like with me as a child or even as a teenager. So this is probably like my first first listen to a new Wu Tang album. Um. Going, you know, I was just expecting some real gritty, dope hip hop. I was expecting baller bars, you know, really good wordplay. Word up, word up. And they definitely Real live up. Wrong. And I, they live up to their name, yo. Respect. Word up, word up. For me, man, I, uh, I think the same thing. Like both of y'all, just really, uh, I was really thinking, just watching Wu Tang. And the clan as individual artists, well, not all of them, obviously, but certain ones like Raekwon, Method Man, I'm even going to say Red Man, uh, listening to RZA, Ghostface Killer. I was really interested in seeing how these guys were going to come back together because I think as independent artists, even though they are on, I say, Nostalgia Ultra, you definitely get that throwback feeling. Oh yeah, they still they don't they don't sound dated, even though it's old school vibe. Like they're from that era, they don't sound dated. It doesn't they don't sound like they're giving you old music. And I wanted to I was worried that when they got together as Wu Tang Clan, they might fall back into that, and their music might sound dated. And I think they did a pretty solid job uh, of keeping it fresh, and, well, <clears throat> while still giving us the um the sound that we're accustomed to. 
Well, you got to consider that a lot of these, uh, a lot of the members of the clan are still doing music. Figure Raekwon and RZA just d- recently dropped their own solo albums. Method Man is always doing projects. Same with Red Man. He's always Word. on a song, on a feature here and there. Word like, I've never, that. I've never heard of any of them individually not being like super consistent. You know, one 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 unique thing to me about the Wu Tang Clan. Before we jump into this uh, full album review on their album, the saga continues. Yeah, I've, like I think Wu Tang Clan is probably the most unique group in hip hop. Because if you notice, every last one of these motherfuckers can rap. Yeah, yeah, seriously, like, they go. Every you last can one rap. of them. Yeah, like every last one of them can spit. Yeah. This, like, this isn't um this isn't uh what's that group uh ASAP Mob this isn't that yeah yeah no not at <laughs> all like it's not like you got the front runners I mean there's clearly cats that are you know superior to others but every last one of them if you really look at Wu Tang they've all had a successful solo career of either platinum or gold selling records absolutely yeah I mean so it's like I just think I, that that still just blows my mind that. What was it? Nine people or some shit at one point? Nine? Yeah. Nine? And how do you how do you combine that many cats and you're all good? They grew up. They grew up in a certain era, man. Like they grew up in the era where you actually had to be able to rap, and like you know they were able to they were able to uh, grab all that talent and put it all together, and um you know and keep the same standard because you know in order to be part of the group. Like you had to be better than Method Man, and you know what I'm saying? And yeah, you, you had, had to wrap the whole thing with a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, a lot of people. So it's like, I mean, nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Like, just I don't mean to keep picking on ASAP Mob, but like, you know, it ain't, it ain't much to hold your own against when, like, you get third, fourth down the line. You know what I'm saying? You dealing with babies. <laughs> you know, yeah, so it's you really can... slim pickings <laughs> down down the road. Yeah. Yo, I would have really liked to see, knowing that this album was coming, I would have really liked to see the Wu Tang Clan do a cipher. That would have been that would have been super dope. But you know what though? But you know what though? I think I think that would have been out. I think I think we would have thought it was corny if they would actually if we actually seen him do it. I think it would probably I think we probably thought it was what? Nah, 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 nah. As long as they came with them bars. And just judged, judging off this album, Raekwon, Method Man, Red Man, RZA would have really came with some heat. And, you, and I it, think that would have been the perfect thing to uh, kind of, uh, what is it, uh, juice the palate? Yeah, it would have, like, they would have had to really, really, really come with it. Like, seriously. For cast to be like, okay. Because, like, cause like, the cypher is some some more, like, new age type shit. And, like, the cast that's involved with it aren't Wu Tang dudes, you know. They're, they're, they're not. They're not. They're not involved in hip hop in new school like that. Well, you see, and that's what that's why I want to bring in the. Uh, that's why I want to bring in cats like Wu Tang to start to spark something off. Look, here's my idea. Of what B? I have an idea. Can I share of what I think BET should do when it comes to the hip hop awards and all this? What is this? I, think, I have a hip hop dream. No. <laughs> <laughs> jokes early okay boom nah but check it BET if their award sh- if their hip hop award show is going to be as lackluster as it has been mm-hmm. what they need to do is get rid of the BET hip hop awards take every and every year 
just air ciphers. Go make it make it a, a two hour special of of motherfuckers just going around the globe gathering dope ass MCs to just spit ciphers. Now how you gonna get people to watch that? Especially if it's just a bunch of randoms. Yeah. No, it, not not even randoms. I mean you can get um you get cats with, I mean, there's cats with buzz all over the UK that you can start, that you can compile them with the motherfuckers. Like, like, um, you gotta, you gotta know how to combine your ciphers, man. Put, put like that random UK cat that's got a lot of buzz, but you gotta put him next to a Buster and a Jada or a Luda. You gotta know how to combine these cats together. You let them have, what you do is you do some shit like that. You let them have like a jam session where they're all in the studio. They do their cipher thing and maybe possibly a record is born from that, that BET can break. A record. So, I, th- I, I, I mean, I, I think it's a good idea. The only, like I said, the only thing is who you gonna get to watch. That, that, that's my only thing I'm sticking with is like that is because, like, guys don't watch shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Girls watch it and then guys say, "Oh, what you watching?" And then we fucking start watching shit like that. So like, to get a bunch of girls. But yo, to, you uh, wouldn't turn you wouldn't turn watch, that on. You wouldn't watch that. I, I if it's would, advertised would, the same way as the BET Hip Hop Awards, with all the flashy lights, yeah, the I, BET, would, I would turn. I would turn on, but there, there's a shitload of people that wouldn't even that wouldn't even uh, think about it. Man. I mean, I got I, yeah. Well, I mean, I got I got a I got I got a couple of friends that are really in the hip hop that wouldn't do that shit. That wouldn't turn the shit on. Cause they're not really into hip hop, then. No, if they really, combine, they really. If you combine, if you do it on. where you combine your old school and your new school, start bridging the gap. Let's put, let's get most deaf. Why is has most deaf not done a cipher standing next to a motherfucker like Joey Badass? Um, because yeah, most deaf has been out of the country. Yeah, well, he's back now, but you know what I mean. Like, but that, that's what I'm. But that's what I'm talking about. Why? Why has Why has Common not done a, a, a cipher standing next to fucking Kendrick Lamar? Like, like these are the type of shits that I think that I'm that I think of. Like, why yeah. putting these kind of cats together in order to really? Why hasn't or Common doing a, a, a all Chicago cipher? Where's Common, Kanye, Chance the Rapper, fucking uh, uh, Vic Mensa? Like put them all together to do a cipher and kill it. Yeah, that that would that, 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 that would be sick. That would be that, sick. You know, but I mean viewership. That's all. That's really all it will come down have to. Motherfuckers, gorilla you know, style. Yeah, that would be sick. I, mean, I would thoroughly love to watch that shit. You know, yeah. yo, BET, I, I don't, know, I don't, up, I don't know if you can do like a two-hour special on it. I mean, you know what they, you know what you real, real talk. They had a BET Awards and they have a fucking special right after it. That'd you be dope. Even better, just give it a BET Awards half hour, like an hour of ciphers. Yeah, word up. I feel you. I feel you. Better, yo, BET, yo, hit us up, yo. I do it for Hip Hop One at Yahoo.com. <laughs> we got some ideas for y'all. BET, hit us up. We're gonna make y'all great again. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. But without further ado, let's get right into it. Track number one Wu Tang. The saga continues. Intro. Who want to start us off on this one, man? Uh, Book, man. Want to start us off? Um, so, just like you, so I didn't grow up on Wu Tang. Um, my first, my first Wu Tang album was Wu Tang Forever. 
Um, and so, like, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I knew about, I knew about Method Man and and uh, Ghostface, all of them before I heard is before I heard Wu Tang Forever. I just had never had heard a whole Wu Tang album before that. And that was that was that was pretty good album. Um, I, like the only the, the one thing like when, when this album first came out, the um the song that keep playing that kept playing in my head was a uh, dog shit by uh, ODB. <laughs> that's the one that just kept kept going in my head every like once I found out this album was coming out. Um, but so so this first track man like it was I was a little taken aback because I was like the hell kind of beat is this like this is not Wu-Tang <laughs> like this is some, this is some whole other shit this is some new shit so I was like oh they gonna go new school on us um but um the beat switches and it's pretty much business as usual um, word up, and, word up. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I pretty much you know I, I like it it's, it's, you know it's, it's, it's a good it's a good intro now that's what's up that's what's up for me man I just I, I listen to it and like automatically I just RZA's probably got the most unique voice in delivery in the industry. I don't like his delivery, but what I, I understand it. Like that's I, what I said, I it's okay. unique. It's yeah, so yeah. different. But yeah, for some so reason, with his voice, to me, the re- his voice is the only reason why his delivery works. I agree. Yeah, with if I, you I had totally, a normal voice, totally it wouldn't work. I totally you know agree. what I'm saying? Like his, and he's the only one, like you said, that can get away with that. Yeah. And, and something about it, like I said, but I, I vibe with it. Um, like I said, I mean, uh, RZA comes in with his ad libs, just spitting tra- uh, spitting facts. You know what I mean? Buck Rogers, 21st century, you still got to duck the fucking coppers. I don't like that. He said, yeah. taste right off the bat, you know, yep. to let us know, kind of, I, I think, to, like you said, to try and set a pace. For what we're gonna get with this uh, with this album, but Soul Man, what'd you think about it? How'd you feel about this record? How'd you? Um, uh, you know, when I first heard it, that first little uh, beat right there made me uh, think of like Afro Samurai and Ninja Scroll. Word, Afro Samurai all day. You know, that's definitely uh, that's definitely got RZA's name literally all over it. Hell yeah! But um, I I fucking love RZA. Love his voice. It's a little alley right here. I thought he killed it. Nice and simple. And like you said, he did really just set the uh, the tone for the whole album with that uh, that Buck Rogers line. Because it's, no, it's like him saying, we still here. We still doing this. Word, word. But yo, man, let's, uh, what's some call? Let's, uh, let's keep this, let's keep this party going, man. We're going to run right into the second track on the album. Lesson Learned featuring Inspector Deck and Red Man, produced by Mathematics, of course, who produced pretty much the whole album. Um, 100%. Yeah. So, uh, what's we call it, man? Want to start us off? Soul, man. What you think? Lesson learned. Um, beat dope. You know, Mathematics, he killed it. Definitely killed this whole album. Uh, the hook is dope. You know, Red Man did his thing. Definitely, like, Inspector Deck's whole, uh, whole verse. I like his flow on it. You know, real dope, gritty, classic wordplay. Word. Redman definitely did his thing. I love Redman's, like, uh, I like his storytelling. 
Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Redman is so animated when he tells. Like uh, yo, I'm on top of the world, mama. Look at here, I'm a boy beast in my car, talk beer. Word up, word up. Boog man, what you think, man? What you think about this track? Lesson learned, which is actually, I believe, the uh, the second single off this album. Yes, sir. Um, so it's definitely a classic way to start the album. Uh, with 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 the honorable mention with the uh, red man as an honorable Wu member definitely beat is super crazy um not to me not a lot of analysis on this one dudes just rapping their best bars man they just going in and 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 that that's a to me that's a theme on the album they just I mean they just go in they tell lots of stories though but they they just they spit their best bars on this album man um. My favorite part was when a uh, red man says, "And all, and these white folks love me like a Starbucks. Fuck with one dude, you gotta fuck with all of us." Mm-hmm. I like that shit because, yeah, like, like there ain't 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 no ain't no token black dude, son. Like, <laughs> there's no there's no dude out there where you are gonna say, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck with him because you know he alright." Nah, you fuck with him, man. Like he come with all, he come with everybody else. Like he he got a backstory, you know what I'm saying? He he fuck with hip hop too. So he fuck with he fuck with other black folks who fuck with hip hop. So like you, you you're not gonna get a you're not gonna get away with you know fucking with somebody that you know is not gonna bring bring their whole crew with them, man. So I like that shit. <laughs> word up, word up, word up. For me, man, I actually thought the beat was kind of lackluster. It just I, I wasn't impressed by this by the beat, but I think Redman's verse uh, really just took the track to another level, which which is why I think it it was chosen to be uh, another single off the record. So for me, it was really the beat just really just didn't. I wanted more to start off the album. I'm at, when, you, when you said it's the second, it's the second. Um, Single, I'm, I'm actually a little surprised. I didn't think that was gonna be like that. There's a bunch of other shit on here. Oh yeah, single, single worthy. Single. <laughs> Hell yeah. But uh, yo, we are gonna keep it moving, man. Let's keep it moving right into uh, Fast and Furious. Hugh Hef and Raekwon the Chef. I thought this should have been. Yeah. The now single. this one right here. I'm feeling this. This beat definitely reminds me of like the startup of an Afro sam, like an Afro samurai fight scene is about to start that any fucking moment i like the uh i like the uh, shasha piano key yeah word word up i like that uh what's the quote what i got here uh raekwon i like raekwon's um i like raekwon's story yeah it was dope the little twist at the end was uh was dope yeah yeah like i, like I said i just i just actually i just i, I dig this record I dig this record. I like this beat with the uh, little horns that come in real subtle in the in the, in the background. Like that mm. I thought it was built right. That dun 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 dun. Like I thought it was dope. But uh, nah. Go ahead, y'all. With soul man, go ahead and on it, man. Um, I've never heard of Hugh Hef before this album. No, excuse my ignorance if he's someone important. But I thought he killed his verse. Definitely did his thing. The beat, fucking insane. Oh, I gotta, I gotta shake this man's hand, bow down on him or something. Man knows what he's doing on them switches. <laughs> word up, word up. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, Raekwon, 
Kwan came in super hard. I love the way he told his story. And, you know, I, I drive down I-95 almost, like, every other day, so. Every day, right? <laughs> this is the anthem, bro. Word up. Word up. But, uh, Book Man, what you thinking, man? Fast and the Furious. Um, I didn't get into this beat until, like, the bass line kicked in. Yeah. Like, the bass line. Mm-hmm. Oh, that bass line. I was chilling. I, I was like, eh. Then that bass line kicked in. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Then the horns, and then the dude crooning in the background. Like they, they really layered this one really well. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. It, it <laughs> built, it built real nice. Yep. Um. So yeah, but I mean, like, like you guys said, the stories are really good. Um. It's it, to me, it seemed like it was uh, about two, two people's experiences and you know, a world of drug deals. Um. It's like like Raekwon's verse was uh, a little interesting, you know, because. You know, it seems like the Fed have been following him the whole time, and yeah. they end up just, you know, like they 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 would like once he once he got it once he uh you know got a flat tire, it was like ah we ain't gonna follow him to his connect, gonna cut our losses, and you know just arresting right on the spot, and um which you know which 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 is just like an interesting thing, like you can get caught up in some in some shit in this drug game, man, like you don't even know if these you know like he didn't even know these motherfuckers was following him. And the only reason why he even got caught is because he got a flat tire. Like, what luck, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like that sometimes. Yeah. Like, if he would have kept going, like, they probably would have backed off. And, like, he may have seen him or something would have happened. You know what I'm saying? But he got a damn flat tire, bro. Like, he's looking for a triple A. And, you know, the the, the feds come. Like, that's crazy. The feds show up. Boy. <laughs> so, I, you know, to me, to me, that just, that just, you know, that all the young ones out there, you know, when... Rappers are talking about drugs and talking about crime and talking about, you know, the things that happen, you know, on the streets and things like that. And I'm really trying to, they're not really glorifying it, man. Just, you can really open your eyes to, bruh, this could happen. And, like, if you listen to this verse, you can see, you can you can clearly see, like, he didn't think that was going to happen. And, like, you, you you know, if you out there doing it, you probably wouldn't think it's going to happen either. Word up, word up. Don't sell drugs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I fuck with that. I do it for hip hop supports that message. Don't sell drugs or do them. You'll get arrested for longer if you sell them. Word up. All right, yo, let's keep it moving. Yo, yo, we in the, uh, that, no, famous- that one, that one was ill. <laughs> 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 that one was it. Like the first one was okay. But the, but the, but the, you know, the, um, the clarification. <laughs> you get arrested for long Sell their shit. Famous fighters, famous fighters skit, man. I think it's just, uh, typical, uh, like I said, I, I really did like the skits throughout this whole album. It's the typical Wu Tang skit, or uh, old school uh, martial arts. You can, I can just like just listening to it. You can tell it's a bad lip read movie, like where the mouth is moving, <laughs> but the uh, but it don't match with what they saying at all. It's probably got like a, a it's probably got like a ten second delay, so they start talking before the sound even starts playing. Like I just pictured a, a horrible scene, of horrible dubbing. Oh yeah, with the fake like. Overdone long mustaches. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Word up. But uh, book man, nothing. I mean, it's just a skit. It ain't, it ain't nothing crazy. No, I mean, I, I have uh, you know, just a basically just a classic Wu Tang skit. I mean, like like you said, all of them on this album are pretty pretty good and they're pretty useful. Word up for what yeah. they are. 
Yeah. All right, well, let's keep it moving, man. If time is money, Fly Navigation featuring Method Man. Can I just say that this is my favorite beat on the album? Like, like this hands down is just it. I don't know why I love this beat. I love the way Method Man flows on the record. It's smooth. He rides the beat just right. This this record fits him. This is probably this is this is one of the ones that I'm gonna be knocking for a minute. It's on a permanent playlist already. And uh, what's it called? Just real quick, when uh, Method Man says, "I'm from the uh, I'm from the school with a uh, I'm from the school of them hard knocks with harder standards." Yep, and we see that we see that with the group. Yeah, yeah, you can. Just, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. It's like, and then, and then, it, to me, it harkens back to like I like we said, where it's like everybody in this group had to be able to spit. Yep. Like every and it, it, like I said, it's, it's a, to me, it's another one of those slick jabs at the new school. Like, remember, I'm from an era where you got hit a you got hit a lot harder than y'all get hit now, and you had to be able to hit back a lot harder than y'all hitting back now. I mean. But uh, nah, that last I just think this record is uh super dope. But uh, book man, go ahead on it, man. Um, so you know, track five and the production on this album is already pretty fucking crazy. Um, so at this point of the album, I had just realized, you know, just listen to these five songs, that this album was just gonna be a bunch of stories and quotables. Like that's what I realized. That word up. Like, oh shit. Like I'm glad I realized it early, um, so now I can actually listen to it the way it's supposed to be listened to. Um, and my favorite part of this app, this uh, track, was when uh, when Meth says uh, rappers stuck in limbo because they were setting the bar low. That I like that line. Yeah. Um, you it you know the 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 quality of the music is you know fell off. You know what I'm saying? So you get a bunch of cats that sound the same. You know, we'll we'll get a bunch of tigers. You know, we'll get a bunch of, um, you know, poor man's Jake Holes because because the bar is set so low. And like all these cats is like they'll put out an album, they'll put out a single, and then next thing you know, they'll just be floating around in the atmosphere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In limbo, they can't go anywhere. They can't go anywhere because you know you can't you can't you can't you can't be a poor man's J Cole and beat out J Cole. It's not gonna work. Yeah, word up, word up, definitely. Definitely. But Soul, man, what you think about this record? This whole record's dope, man. Definitely like the beat. Honestly, I felt like the beat was... Uh, this is the point in the album where I felt like, hmm, there's no, there's no build. It's not very dynamic, especially compared to some of the other projects that we've listened to. Uh, this is definitely a little more of the down-tempo. I mean, Method Man kills this thing. Lyrically, he is too profound changing his styles up all the way through it i like the hook yeah yo the hook is real simple but i i really like the hook too yeah. but um aside from that i really don't have much to say about this track yeah no nah, all right no nah, that's cool that's good that's good money man i agree with you though great this is one of the this is one of my favorite tracks on the album yeah it's uh one yeah. of five tracks that met the solo on on this album yeah, yeah. Met, this might as well be a Method Man album. Yeah, Method put his foot. I was I was gonna say my 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 feelings on that to the end, but yeah, well, Meth, um, definitely a like a Method. I do have Meth a Meth footnotes on why Meth is really so standout. Well, while um, while Mathematics was working on the beats, 
for this project, he was touring with Method Man. So Method ah. Man was the first one to get his hands on him. First all. crack at everything. Not you. Yeah. So that's like right. he's so prominent. All right, yeah, because he's really stand out on this uh, on this entire album. But yo, let's uh, what's him called, man? Let's keep it moving, man. Frozen, track number six. Now this, this this beat right here for me, yo. I like I like the piano leading. The beat is real gives you a real West Coast vibe. It got that mm-hmm. West Coast twang to it and shit like that. The beat is dope. I like I like hearing uh, Ghost Racing Wei Huan uh, flip flop on the hook. Yeah, I think that's super dope. And then uh, Method Man, I, like I said, another it's another time where yo he just he uh, he uh, has another bang out standout verse. I think the uh, the track breaks fit that like the the, the the track breaks fit real well, and uh, yeah. But now nah, let's y'all let y'all go ahead in on it, man. Uh, Soul man, what you think about it? Um, dope track. Myth came in with the bombs dropping, literally. Um, I feel like Raekwon and Ghostface they got real good synergy on that hook, like you said. Um, Chris Rivers, I thought he was dope on it. In there a little bit. Verse. Word up, word up. Uh, all right, man. Well, uh, book man, what you thinking? Um, I really started getting into the album. Um, at this point, I was like, oh, this is this is really gonna be really yeah. good. Um, the production, like you know, production. This dude, mathematics, man. He's. I don't know. If, I don't. I, I, I didn't follow every track to see if he produced every single track. I, got, single I don't track. think he did. He did every single track. Okay. Single I, I think all um, of them. Yeah. No, his production is, you know, producer of the year type shit, possibly. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit well, was pretty, pretty sure damn he's good. Been, uh, he's been the <laughs> DJ for the Wu Tang Clan since like Jump Street. Yeah, he's been the DJ. He's who came up with the. I think the Wu Tang their symbol, the W. The symbol, yeah. Mathematics. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. He, he's been a staple in for the Wu for a minute. So I found I found out that he did that a while ago. But before before I found out that Mathematics did. I um uh, I thought it was RZA. I thought so too. Oh word, yeah. Cause he seems to be the creative force behind behind this whole group. Yes. You know, like he's not he's not the most um lyrical, but I think like the as far as like being a creative force, I think he's the one that you know puts it all together and holds it together. Like, seems like that to me. Like the beat sounding, uh, the Shaolin aesthetic. That's that's all RZA. Yeah. 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 I think my favorite line in this track is uh, "I don't sweat money, neck chills in the frost." Yeah. My uh, my favorite one is uh, "Fan support and don't ever ask them the price." If you knew you can't afford it, yeah. You ask the <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's my shit right because, there. I mean, he starts off like that, but like that one really got me, man, because it's like, like he, like basically, like true fans will buy this and understand it right away, and then he says this shit like, um. If you knew you can't afford it, you better ask an advice. You know, I don't think he really means you can't really afford it money-wise. You know, it's just the content's just too heavy for you, man. Like, you might as well just go ask a real Wu fan what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because if you, if, you, if you don't know about them, if you're not really up in, up on hip-hop, like, you're you going to listen to this and be like, yo, this is, <laughs> this is, this is, this is heavy. And it's, it's pretty good. So I, I, I love that line. Word up, word up. Now, for me... Chris Rivers just did something amazing for me. 
nothing crazy uh well-rounded like cursive my birth my versus birth inertia i never heard the word inertia used in rap before no no oh, i yeah. just think like i've never heard that used in rap i'm like this has probably got to be the most i know what inertia is i know what it means it's like, and it's just like to me it's just like this has got to be probably one of the most unique words i've ever heard placed into a bar because i i just don't see cats come thinking to use like like inertia word he's got a couple of big words in his verse What's what's hilarious is that like man like we are so new school son because like <laughs> shit like to me like it seems like shit like that like like when I hear Wu Tang and they say that I'm like oh that's part of course you know what I'm saying yeah I guess so and that's yeah. crazy that's crazy you don't, that we don't we don't hear we don't hear shit like that that often that's like, pretty that crazy stood out to me so much well rounded well rounded like hers of my versus birth and nurse I'm like wait what what did he just what word did, <laughs> he, did he just say that? He just used some whole extra science shit. I remember a nurser from Bill Nye the Science Guy. That's right. why I know a nurser. <laughs> That's why it's like, wow. This is this is something different. Yeah. That, that, like I said, that 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 bar, that that word just stood out like like he's like he screamed it the way I received that shit. Most of all, yo, let's keep it. Let's keep it moving. Uh, Birdo and the Fiend. It's a skit by Ghostface Killer. Birdo and the Fiend. And I just want to say, I would have loved to hear this beat and with this sample, somebody needed to spit on this beat with this sample. I felt cheated like a motherfucker. <laughs> that ain't nobody spit on this. I felt shit. I, 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 I get you. I give up. Keep going. Keep going. Now, I, that's it. Now, I just felt zip. Okay. And, and for me, just like, yo, I, I actually put in my notes, I just want to sit with Ghostface Killer and let him just tell me stories about stuff. Like, right. cause I just think it would be the most amazing time of my life. <laughs> Ghostface has some of the best stories. Like, so this skit, this skit definitely. So I didn't feel cheated by this skit, but this skit brought back a memory. Um... A ghost of a ghost face. Uh, so, like, so he has so on. Um, oh, what's the, what album is that? Uh, Bulletproof Wallets. He has a song called Maxine on it. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but like, it's, it's a great story. It's, it's just like this. Basically, a story about a drug dealer named Mooney, and um, and a fiend. His name is she. She had kids. Her name was Maxine, and Maxine and her friend stole Mooney's drugs and money. And Mooney came to get his drugs back. Maxine's kids beat his ass up, right? And it's like a really vivid story that goes through. One of my favorite Ghostface songs. And um, I don't think that's why. I think that's probably why I feel cheated like you did, because like that's one of my favorite Ghostface songs. And like I think I just thought about that the whole time I was listening to this. Word up, word up. But so, man, what you what you think about this skit, man? Anything? Any insight on it? Oh, simple skit. It's kind of funny. Like you said, um, feels like Ghostface Killer will have a whole bunch of uh, whole bunch of stories. He could probably spin us a real good yarn. Jenna, um, I'm short. You know, I can't wait to talk about this next track. Oh wow! <laughs> 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 Alright, let's get right into it, man. Pearl Harbor, featuring Ghostface Killer, Method Man, RZA, and Sean Price. Soul man, start it off, man. 
Um, this is a dope ass track. How can I even say it? Yo, the beat, mathematics killed it. I think the baseline is dope. Those trumpets and that organ in the background, fucking phenomenal. You know, uh, Ghostface comes in on the hook. He said, uh, Sean Price, you know, I think he does really good too on his verse. Uh, the whole track's really just about, you know, like, there's the warfare that goes on in the in the city, I guess Pearl Harbor. The track names, you know, reference that that that, that kamikaze style. Yeah. Word up, word up. Now, solid ass track though. This this track is amazing. But uh, book man, you want go go ahead on it, book. Man, I wanted one more P ad lib from Sean Price, man. Like I love that dude. <laughs> Like, I love that. Like, so, like, I wasn't really big on Sean Price. Maybe to maybe about, I don't know, maybe like eight, nine years ago. You know, I was, and I started, like, paying attention to him. And I was like, this dude is fucking good, man. Like, every time I hear him, like, he's a beast. Like, and I mean, I've, I've heard him before, but, like, I think I just, like, my, my brain just focused in, like, hey, you've been listening to this dude for a long time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> just real, you just realized yeah. that, know it. like, oh, oh realize, shit. Yeah, like I said, it's the same dude. Like, he's phenomenal. Like, he, I love his verses. Um, he has one of the best ad libs in hip hop history to me. That Pete thing. I love that shit, man. That shit's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, man, so this one, this one, this one was really good. The beat is good. Um, you know, like I said, they, they, they spitting their best verses on this album, man. Like, they're taking down any rappers that come at them. This song says to me that you may win the battle, but you will definitely lose the war. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Now, I really, uh, what's I really like this. I like Ghostface. What do you say? Uh, Ghostface Killers with degrees in gun ecology. Yeah. And then I'm going to shoot, uh, shoot your wife in her privacy. I said, damn. <laughs> I, I said, damn. <laughs> I said, that's what it is. Oh, then, oh, 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 shit. oh, he just got it. Oh, <laughs> shit. Come crazy. Word up, word up. And then uh, when Sean, Sean Price basically calling out cats, to me, his verse was talk, basically talking about cats that's not writing their own shit. Yeah. So he called, he's, he's calling them out. Um, yeah, uh, word up, and, and and then we got um. anything for like Yeah, he he's he's wicked. Niggas do anything for Klondike boss. But uh, what's it called? Method Man, another just banging verse, just crazy. And then RZA comes in. The fucking RZA. And he's just different. And it I love just his verse. works so well, for real. <laughs> I think he just fits so many extra words into his verse, and it has any pessimists work out at a 24-hour fitness. Oh my God! This, He's the most beautiful. I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do here, nigga. I said, oh, God. It's like no, you can't say that. Then again, you just told me you could. Oh man! But uh, uh. Yeah, nah. Record record is dope, man. Like I said, let's let's just keep it let's just keep it going, man. We're gonna run it right into track number nine, which is the first and lead off single for this record, People Say, featuring Red Man. Now, people say I think the sample is dope. Uh I like I love how uh 
Method Man decides he wants to diss Ray J, but then says no diss to Ray J. Where he says each line, uh, each line with the fabulous punch, no diss to Ray J. It's like that's like when motherfuckers start off a sentence by saying, "With all due respect, you know they about to disrespect the shit out of you." So that's that's this is what I got from it. But like I, said, I think Meth Man just kills it, and then basically Red Man's opening what four bars just like his whole verse was insane but just the way he started it off just from the first four bars i got a cypher uh god bodies from the john Gotti's. everybody's a boss uh saying they time is money women injections leaving they body leaving they odd bodies and, stuff. and that, it made me think about because we did a whole episode on body dysmorphication in hip-hop when it comes to women and it's just it that just made me think about it like oh shit dudes we're on target we're 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 right where these motherfuckers is really heads is at we're right with them so i I just thought i just thought that was dope but uh like i said right now second favorite track on the album because i just still think uh i still think uh time is money uh, if time if time is money is my favorite and this is my second favorite track on the album but uh now go ahead man book man what you think about this about this record people say um so yeah so you know just i mean literally echoing everything y'all said man because i mean i guess we had the same feelings about this um this track right here uh definitely classic wu-tang sample um my favorite part is the one you just referenced great uh, women's women injections leaving with our bodies babies having babies wearing old navy robbing old ladies that's a product of no home training um that's the real I mean, like you know like we talked about you know um, the w- women getting you know their body changed up. What's crazy that in Atlanta right here, man, like there's a shitload of booty clinics that just popping up all over the fucking place. What? <laughs> I'm glad I'm not down there, bro. I don't see how you make it. Jesus, man. I tell, I tell, I tell everybody that. Every, you know, anybody asks me how I make it in Atlanta, it's Jesus, man. I, I Jesus keeps me grounded. You know what I'm saying? It keeps me grinding, keeps me keep keeps my head in the right place, you know what I'm saying? That that's how I do it. <laughs> but, you know, like there's there, there's a ridiculous amount of, you know, surgery and bigger booty and bigger bigger breasts down here and like like I've seen, I've seen like advertisements and they got these little suction cup things they put on your butt and you just lay there and you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, oh, it's yeah, just yeah. fuck. I'm like, damn, they doing they putting suction cups on their butt. <laughs> do that, anything. That, shit, that shit tripped me out. Um, but yeah, but you know, it, it's a it's a really good it's a really good uh, track. Uh, he says uh, part one. He says the babies, uh, babies having babies wearing old navy. You know, that is um that line is pretty telling too. You know, uh, young couples having you know they they just ha- having kids too young, forced to buy cheap clothes. You know, like you can't buy better clothes because. You don't have the means. You don't have the job. You don't have the experience. You know what I'm saying? To now, go me out. personally, now I got to pause you right there. Because, see, I resented that line. You did? Yeah. I think Old Navy makes cute clothes for kids. They do. Like, such. So, so when they put that, when you put wearing Old Navy, and now you're saying it's because they can't afford no better. I can afford better. I just think Old Navy makes cute clothes for kids, bruh. I, I well I didn't I didn't take the line like that but I do get what I do get how you thought that but I ain't take the line like that I was like that made that to me that made perfect sense 
side. The reason, side. The, 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 one of the reasons why is because when I couldn't afford clothes for my kid and myself, I went to Old Navy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't know. Man. I don't know, man. For like, for, for me, I like real talk. For me, like, I got, I got fancy clothes. I got, I got, I got fancy clothes in the closet. I got um. Walmart clothes and like I'll go to Walmart and grab some sweats in a heartbeat without even blinking. I'll go to Walmart and pick up a pair of basketball shorts without even blinking. I'll go to the mall and go to the True Religion store and pick up three, four pair of jeans without even blinking. I got Versace shirts without even blinking. I go to Old Navy when I just need some regular shit. Like, oh damn, I need a, I need a, I need a t-shirt. I need some. I need a quick shirt. I need a pair of jeans. Uh, I just gotta be. We going somewhere real quick. I need to be fresh. Let me just run to Old Navy right quick. I don't know, man. Old Navy's dope to me. Sorry, Red Man. You it is dope. Can't get that dope. bar off. I'm just saying for Red, <laughs> you can't get that bar off for me. I'm sorry, yo. Okay. I okay, have well. no problems with Old Navy and Red Man as much as I love this verse. That one I'm line. Surprised. I'm, I'm surprised how you took it like that, man. I didn't take it like that at all. <laughs> I, I wouldn't take offense to that. Because, I mean, that's how I took it. Babies having babies wearing Old Navy. You babies having yeah. babies, and you can't get nothing better than Old Navy, but you out here having kids. That's how I took it. But I think Old Navy is a solid family brand. Yeah, I mean, they don't want to wear Walmart, though. Yeah. They don't want to wear Walmart, so they go Old Navy. Like, I, and, I fuck and, with it. And real talk, <laughs> Old Navy ain't cheap. Like, it's not. Really? Old Navy's not cheap. It's cheap as motherfuckers think. You, you drop a yeah, food on that. a pair of jeans. You are? Yeah, you dropping forty if you're not catching the sale. Old Navy jeans is like thirty nine ninety nine. Maybe I haven't been there in a while. That's a lot. Yeah, I think the prices might have gone up a little bit. The quality's improved. Yeah, I mean shit. I mean forty dollars for a pair of jeans. That's almost Levi's, bro. Like that's a lot. <laughs> I can go. I can go spend twelve. Get some Wrangler from Walmart. Yes, you ain't doing that. I ain't doing you ain't that. Doing that. You ain't going that far. We ain't <laughs> stepping that far back. So, 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 so that's, that's the only yeah, thing. Yeah, he got, he got Spring Lake Park in his front yard. I forgot. Nah, nah, that's the only thing. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, book, book, book. Hold on, pause, pause, pause. Don't you live up the street from Ti? Did you say you passed by Ti's crib, going to work every day? Pause this for a second. You live up the block from Ti, son. So look, I don't live up the block from Ti. I be, I drive up the street. And my wife, you know, she, she, um, I think she watched the T.I. has a show. He, or he used to have a show, right? Yeah, T.I. Family Hustle. T.I. Yeah. and Tiny, the Family Hustle, or some shit like that. Anyway, so she watched the show, and um, we drove, we drive by this really huge ass house that's like maybe about, you know, 10 Easy. minutes. And he said away. up the street from him. So, it's like a, I said, it's up the street. It's up the, so, it's on the same street as you. Okay. Anyway, so, so, uh, <laughs> So um, you know, this is really this is really this big ass house. She was like, "That looked like Ti's house from the show," and I was like, "Oh, okay." And I, I, you know, every time we pass it, she'd be like, "Yep, that's definitely Ti's house." And I'm like, oh, "All right," but I so I stay in Buckhead, and you know, you're gonna run into folks like there's people. There's like you know, I I've ran into mad people just being in Buckhead. I ain't rich by no stretch of the imagination. Yeah, you just live where all the rich. You just live where all the rich people live. But you not rich. You just live where all the rich people live. Yeah. Okay. That don't mean that's like that's like me when I say I'm broke and I still but I still live in Summit where all the rich people live. Like okay, yeah. That ain't got nothing to do with it though. <laughs> broke, but I, okay, you not rich, but you just live with all the rich people. That's cool. You live, you live, you live up the street from Ti. Now all of a sudden, you got Spring Lake Park in your front, your your front yard. 
<laughs> this dude ain't um this dude ain't rich. I gotta I gotta go to Old Navy and figure out why these jeans are forty dollars. That's that's <laughs> fucking me up right there. Old Navy <laughs> has great quality jeans. Them shits is durable as hell, son. They I, they can, they I gotta, can, I gotta. If they do it like that, I gotta, I got a fifty dollar gift card. I need to go spend too. Like, like I'm not trying. Like, yeah, like I know we we probably sidetracking like hell, but like that's why I like the Old Navy for the. That's why I like Old Navy for the kids because the jeans are heavy. They durable, so it's like my, my, I got a four year old and a one year old. You know what I mean? They the last. They yeah. They they just they just destroy. Clothes. Well, you ain't you ain't you you ain't got an eight year old. Wait until you have an eight year old, and you're gonna be like, "Whoa, bro! Didn't I just buy you clothes yesterday? Like, what happened?" <laughs> I had an eight year old. Now he's sixteen. Bruh. All the more reason for Old Navy to be oh, yeah. popping. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga Bruh. grows like mad. Bruh. My kid, if if I buy him clothes one day, like I I literally like a month two month or two. If I buy him five pair of jeans, he got three of them at the end of the month. Because <laughs> he tore him up. I'm like, what do you be doing, fam? They just be living life. They live. They live Man, harder than we do. Yeah. I, I just, bro, I just, sna- I just snapped on him the other day when we was in the car because he had this jet head, his hoodie, and like I seen it hanging up. You know, you know, but you know the little little hooks that you can hang clothes on in your car in the back seat. Yeah, I see the hood. I see the hoodie hanging on a hook because he's trying to keep the sun out of his face, and I see it just looking real weird. And I noticed that the little pocket, the little pocket on the chest. There's a hole there, and like basically the whole pocket is missing. The whole pocket is ripped off. <laughs> so I'm snapping, like, bro, you ripping your jeans? You rip, like, we ain't got money to be wasting on clothes, bro. Like, like I'm tripping because I'm like, I don't believe this shit. So I'm like, Word up, another hook, somebody, somebody got to feed the fish in the koi pond. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> See what's funny is we actually have a koi pond. <laughs> <laughs> You were born ass. That's funny. That's so funny. I didn't know what Koi were. I didn't know what Koi were until I moved to this spot right here. And, like, and like we walk outside as a Koi pond. I was like, what the hell? We got big ass goldfish. Like, what the hell are they going to do in the wintertime? And I realized, I just I read up on like, I was like, oh shit, Koi, they, they, they survived that shit. And it's, it's not that cold in Atlanta, so. This nigga is so rich. The best way for him um, to, yo, people, man, go back and listen to episodes. The best way for him to describe his front yard, his front yard, is by <laughs> it's like Spring Lake Park. Like that's the be- that's how he did oh, so in my life. Is that how to no describe his front? Is Spring Lake Park is like two miles. In diameter, no, it's like, like, it's, like this, it's, it's not even like that. I'm, that I'm talking about Spring Lake little, Park. I'm talking no, about no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, Book, book man. You about to get about to get the Cleasy. Book about to get the Cleasy. Man, let us talk. <laughs> <laughs> so Book says his front yard is like Spring Lake Park because he said one day that he was passing by the waterfall in his front yard. And I got on him about how rich he is because he's got waterfall. And he says, no, no, no. How does that work? Waterfall is just a fountain. It's, you know, like the fountain at, at, at Spring Lake Park. That's like my yard. Like, rich ass nigga. Just Google. How much your water bill probably is? <laughs> he don't shit. Like more than my rent. Rich cats don't stress their water bill. Y'all going to be 
Y'all gonna be tremendously disappointed. <laughs> Rich cats don't don't stress their water bill. Rich cats don't stress about that. Blink about it. He just said the oh my god oh man. And now I can't has, wait till I come here. I cannot now wait till I come here and see this unnecessary <laughs> fish. <laughs> Only fish I have is what's about to get fried up for dinner tomorrow. This oh, nigga man. just has like what you, what, what, what we gonna do with these fish? <laughs> they just gonna be there. Oh, oh man! People say people. I can't wait. I can't wait. (laughs) Bring bring y'all asses asap. This is gonna be great when y'all come. Oh, (laughs) yeah! I'm gonna take pictures of everything. I'm gonna go. I can't wait. This is Ti. Ti's really his neighbor, y'all. Oh man! (laughs) I'm flipping everything up. Oh man! I'm flipping tables when I'm down there, man. They gonna remember me forever. But, yo, let's let's keep let's get back on track, man. Let's keep this oh, shit moving. Real quick, man. Um, <laughs> before we move on, the sample from people say is uh, "Diplomats." I've got that kind of love from 1969. Mm. I was gonna say "Diplomats." I'm thinking "Diplomats" like no, not "Diplomats." <laughs> look, look at you! Look at you! Look at you! Oh, so so I'm like words. <laughs> Where? That's like from Killer Cam? Word? Where? Diplomat- <laughs> Diplomatic <laughs> Immunity Part 1? Word? <laughs> but, all right, so let's keep this joint moving, man. Let's keep it moving. We're going to move into the family skit. Now, the family skit, I think, was very powerful. It's nothing we haven't heard before. Well, I've heard this, this same. I've heard this same speech delivered before. Extremely powerful. And uh, I just can't wait until this gets a little more steam. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, think pieces on it about how problematic it is. Even though it's true. It's the truth. Everything that this woman says. Absolutely. Uh, anything, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all want to go ahead on it? Um, oh, so, you know, it, it talks about, you know how important it is to be a father um i mean it's really important to, you know it's, it's it's super important to me how you know to be a father be a good father to my kid be there for him every day teach him everything he needs to know um protect him and all that other stuff Word. and um well, i want to i just want to you know ask you guys you know what do you what do you think about what do you think about being like when you like you're a father like you so you know great you're a father so I know you're not a father yet, um but you know great what are your thoughts on fatherhood just just a real basic thing and so uh you know like I know you're not a father but you know do you have any thoughts on fatherhood do you want to be a father uh what, fa- what kind of father do you think you'll be think you'll be if you want to be one mentor you know whatever you know if you're not gonna be a father if you don't want to be a father which is cool. You know what type what type of uh, mentor you think you you would pro- probably be? Damn, he just went deep on it. He just went um, deep. I did. I did. I, no, 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 no. This it's is worth this it. Is, it's this is good deep. content, this is people. This is this is a powerful track. This is a powerful skit. Um, I definitely would want children. No time soon. I'll tell you that right now. Um, you know, if you have a kid, be there for him. Be there for her. Cause there's there's too many there's too many children out there that don't have parents that don't have moms and dads, and growing up, we as humans we need we need that kind of support. 
we need that bond. We need to uh, have someone that we can look up to to teach us right from wrong because it's, it's nature and nurture that grows and molds us into the people that we are. If, if you just let the streets, let the streets teach you everything you know, you're going to end up either dead or in jail. What was it? No church in the wild. No No church church in the wild. wild. Word up. But, uh, uh, for me, man, just, uh, I said, I think that's probably, uh, when I think, when I look back on life, I think, you know, obviously I think my kids, I got three of them, that's going to be my greatest accomplishment. Their success is my greatest accomplishment. You know, I, yeah. you know what I mean? If, if they, any, any, anything good they do is a direct reflection of me just as much as anything bad they do to me is a direct reflection of me. You know, mm-hmm. but, um, I always, I always think I, I was listening to this record and I thought back, you know, cause at, at one point in my life, I was the father. I was a fatherless child. My father lived in the same city as me, literally like around the corner, like a a three minute car drive, and I had no fucking clue. Like I could have saw him at the store and I wouldn't know who he was. I probably passed by him a hundred times on the street and didn't know who he was. I got teased by you know my own siblings. You know about it, all types of all types of shit, and it was hard. I mean, and then you know, you, you know, my pops, you know, we got we got uh, I'll say reunited. He was back in my life, and it was just it was just very different. And my my pops, he he said something real unique to me once, me and my uh, to me and my wife, when our oldest son was giving us quite a bit of issues and we couldn't figure things out. My pops said, if your kids don't hate you at some point for no reason. You're failing as a parent. And I thought that was powerful. If, I think that's about right. If your kids yeah. don't hate you at some point for no reason, you as a parent are failing. Yeah, because they ain't too much of you a have, friend. Yeah, you have to yeah, differentiate exactly. between a friend and a parent. Exactly. And I, I'm, I'm just using that. I mean, it's a real general message that can be used. But something about the man saying that it relays different from a woman saying that exact same message, you know, in terms of just being a, in terms of being not just a, a black dad, but a dad in general, there's something about, you know, being, it's something about a man's, a male's hand, not in terms of force, but in terms of sternness, but that can calm another man down. Like no, no, a, a woman can't calm a wild and sundown the way the man can. It's just different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's just a different vibe that I think they they exude. The um, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to uh, what a, what a music soul child said. I always uh, you know, you work to your tides. You got to provide. You learn all these things from watching your you know watching your dad do it. You know what yep. I'm saying? You should come home exhausted. You should come home you know knowing that you've put in a, a honest and solid solid day's work and earned your value and earned your keep you know what i'm saying so yep. being, a, being a father is just uh being a father is all of that being a father is i think is this all encompass being a father to me is just as important as a mother is yep i don't think and i i i hate that it gets downplayed so much but i it think does it's just as essential it is. It does. Yep, you it need does. both. That's that's what the solid family foundation is. 
Exactly. Yeah. Mother and, and a father. That's it. And especially in the black community, I think, you know, well, I think I think studies have already shown that in the black household, the father, uh, and compared to white households, uh, the the black father is what is it, uh, forty five to fifty five percent more interactive in their children's daily lives. Like a, a black dad knows what's happening. Yeah. Kids, it's not just I'm gonna go home. It's not just I get up, I go to work, I come home, I'm in my office. No, I go home, I come home. For me personally, I come home, I get dinner started, I get the laundry started. If laundry has to get done, you know, we, me and my wife, we flip flop on who, okay, I bathe the kids, she bathes the kids. It's a communal effort. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. It's not just, I went to work today, I'm done, that's it. You know what I'm saying? When I get off of work, that's when the real work starts. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> going to work, going to work is, the is easy a work part. break. That's when I get when I get home from work. That's when the work starts. That's when I get nonstop, daddy, 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 daddy. Right, now I got I got a question just to lighten it up before we move on. Bug. Yeah. At what point do you explain to your child that the stuff that they're doing that they think is so amazing, <laughs> regular ass shit? <laughs> you, Emma, my my wife is good at that. She's really good at that. Like she'll she'll tell my son, she's like, you know, you know, you know, that's not that good, right? <laughs> she's like, she's like, she'll, no, she she's really good at that. I'm not so good at it. I'm not so good at it. I am, you know. And, you know, like I, I follow I've followed her lead a lot when it comes to that, because my son is my son is eight now. And, no, you know, now I can tell him, like, oh, that was all right, because because, you know, at four and five, she was like, nah, I'm not impressed. By that. <laughs> yeah, cause that, I mean, honestly, I mean, honestly, yo, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like my daughter will do some shit like she'll like spinning a circle. Be like, did you see? Did you see? I'm like, yeah, it's that same circle you've been spinning in since you was two. It's a nice circle. You've mastered that. Maybe we should do something different now. <laughs> like, Maybe that's what she's showing. You know, she's she's mastered it. No, let's let's move on, man. You you mastered that circle when you were two. Let, let's do something different. I'm just using the circle as an example. Like, no, like you know, what I mean, just like I need I need I need to see. Let's see some more magnificent things that the circle was Ooh. amazing three years ago. Let's 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 get it going. Let's. Let's do some more baller shit because this is just not gotta, just, gotta, just I think you just gotta do it, man. Like I, so, so, I'm not, yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really, I'm not really expert in this, man. Because like I said, I followed my wife's lead on that one. She was the, she was a cutthroat one. <laughs> it's like, it's like I don't want, I don't want to cut the, I don't want to kill the dream too early. But then the, the nurture it, just say like, show me something different. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, yeah, that's nice, but you know that that's. I just need her to understand that, like, yeah, I just need her to understand that, yeah, you're doing some regular stuff. I'm gonna need you to kick it up a notch. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> but you run around thinking you're so impressed with yourself, and you go out to the world, and they'd be like, "That was why really, your daddy really told you that was good." Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, they 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 all they all run into that brick wall. My my kids running into it this year in third grade. You know, like he's he's super smart. But you know, I, this year I was—I have been telling them the last couple of weeks, "Hey, man, you actually got to put forth some effort this year, man. Like you can't—you can't just walk up in class and think you know every fucking thing. Like you know, you know a lot of shit, but you know, you gotta—you gotta fucking try now, nigga. <laughs> yeah, it's so not just gonna happen know. anymore. Yeah, 
Word up, word when up. When did stop happening for me? High school. I was good. Man. Almost to high school? You made it all the way to high school? High school with the illusions of grandeur? Not even trying. I graduated Man. like a 3.6. I didn't even try. What? Man. I wish I had a jug grade. I'm pretty sure I finished like all my finals the day of. Like all my final projects, like the day of. I don't even. I don't even want to repeat what my grade point average was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> because well, no, because somebody because somebody at Clark University might lose their job. <laughs> admissions department. Admissions department was good. <laughs> but nah, I'm, thinking, I'm trying to think. I think I graduated with three point something, six something too, man. But I I just same thing. It just it it, it just came easy. And then when I needed to, I did. And when I didn't really need to, I didn't. That's insane. Oh, I got A. Cool. I got a B. Cool. Yeah, it's like, all right. I got, like, I got B. But I, yo, my, I think I graduated with like a 1.6. Like straight up. Holy shit. Damn. Yeah, like maybe 2. Oh, like I was. You Indiana Jones out of there. Yeah, I barely passed high school, bro. Like I really barely passed high school. Like I was, I was in, I was, I was, um. The like the literally, I was I was one of them, one of them, one of them kids that went to graduation practice and was like hoping that my name was on that hoping damn that list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean eventually well, I got my act together, but like I was literally like oh, my, and, and like my last my, my last name is always at the end of the alphabet. So you know, oh, like so I was you even know. that's murder. That's a murder. So, so if bad, you don't know bro. your name, is gonna get. Cool. <laughs> But now for me, man, yo, my like my my saving grades, my freshman year, man. They, but my guidance counselor kind of sat me down and was like, "Look, I'm just gonna tell you straight up. You can either not be here, or you could be here." He was like, "Save me some time right now." He had he pulled that form out. He sat it right on the table and said, "I could sign you out right now. You ain't never gonna come back to this motherfucker." I said, "Wow, really? It's it's only the second uh second marking period." He was like, "Look, just don't waste." He was like, "Don't waste my time." Wow. You must have been some kind of wild child. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was, I was a savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he straight told me, he was like, look, we could sign you out right now. You ain't even got to come back. We'll just be done. You can go to night school somewhere and just be done with it, or you could take this shit serious. And I took that shit serious. Yeah, I didn't take it serious until I got in he college. Put me, he put me on the right <laughs> steps. I did ROTC all four years. Fucking, I didn't match it. So, yeah. But, yo. That's uh, what's my call, man? Let's get back on track, man. We 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 uh, we digress. Way off, yes. We're way off, way off. Let's get back on point. We just finished off with the family skit, which we said was very powerful, which leads right into the next track. Why, why, why? With RZA and Swan Swanka. I I I don't know how to say the name. I just feel like it's have like a weird click on it somewhere. Mm. Swanka, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this is. I I think this is actually uh, between track ten, which is the family skit, and eleven. I think these are the most powerful tracks, the most important. Uh, I said something in RZA's. Like I said, I think I said I said it at the beginning of the show. Something about RZA's sound, coupled with his delivery just works for him and especially on this type of subject matter you know what i mean it's it, it's not easy uh it's not easy to listen to all the time but when it when it's hitting 
is really hitting. Yeah. I love when they use real reggae artists to do reggae shit. I knew you would appreciate that. I, I love. I, I'll never. I'll, I love when they use real Caribbean cats to do Caribbean shit. That was one of my questions. Word up, but now, nah, uh, book man, go ahead and on it, man. Um, but you know, like like we said, uh, RZA, RZA is you know, I'm not, I'm not really a fan of his delivery, but his voice makes it all better. Um, he's definitely pretty deep, man. Like so, I I were like so this 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 uh, song really fit. The personality that I know that you know I know RZA as you know as RZA as the personality from the Wu Tang Clan, and this song just fits it to the fullest. Um, super intellectual, um, introspective. Um, I like the line where he says they trying to distract us from our practice. Um, that is really open ended to me, man. Like I I, I I I like it, but I still haven't really fully. Um, I don't feel like I fully grasped um, everything that I need to grasp from that line, and and it's 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 a it's a really it's a it's a really good line. Like like if you if you are, um, I guess say black in America, right, and you are paying attention to the news. And you know you you see a lot of these um these a lot of these shootings you know unarmed black men um you know trying to distract us from our practice could mean you know we're trying to we're trying to better ourselves we're trying to teach our kids you know what to do what not to do and you know and um you know we we, we get we get all these distractions and we get all these distractions in the media to take us away from what we're really supposed to be thinking about. And you know, and that's just one of the ways where that line resonates with me. And there's a bunch of other shit, and I just haven't really put my finger on it all. I just feel it in my head. No, we're not. I feel you definitely, especially with that line. I think that line, uh, uh it can go a lot of ways. Yeah, you can really take that in a lot, like you said, in a lot of different ways. But Soul Man, what you feel about this record? Why, why, why? Um, you know, I'm just gonna resonate with y'all. Definitely, it's a super powerful track. Um. I, I love the RZA sound, everything that he's on. I feel like, especially coupled with his delivery, you know, he can he can say that powerful shit and and get away with it in a way that most others really can't. Like, uh, he's got this one line in his first verse that I really like. Well, it's a, it's a whole little bar. What's he say? Uh. But instead we getting shot in the head like a black man Life ain't worth a loaf of bread Stop or I'll shoot you Stop they still shoot Buck buck yep. buck they stomp you out with steel boots yep. yeah. Word Word Like huh? He said some real shit and it was fly That's a track, track self explanatory man We're gonna keep it uh Let's just keep it moving man We're gonna roll right into G'd oh. Up Featuring Method Man Armin And Mizzay Jones, Mizzy Jones. I don't know. I don't know how to say that fucking name. I think this beat is a uh, real dope. Method Man, another standout verse. I think he's a standout artist on this album. This reminds me of, like I'm, I'm ready for like a stick up caper. Like that's what this joint reminds me. This, this track, like I'm ready for to see dudes in black masks robbing somebody. Like that's I know right. the song that this is sampled from, but I can't think of the name. This is an Isaac Hayes sample. Is that Isaac Hayes? A few, uh... A few kisses or something like that? 
something, something, something to that reference, like a few kisses or something. You know what I said? But I, I think, um, I think Method Man spits an ill ass verse. Armin, he spits a, uh, he spits a dope ass verse too. Uh, those, I, it's probably my, uh, I think my favorite bar is kind of fucked up. That my favorite bar is when Armin says, "Home we focus." My camp Auschwitz with the concentration. Man, I hated that line. <laughs> I don't know why I like that line, but I think it's so <laughs> fucked up that I like it. Like, yeah, this is like I don't know, this is because that was such an anti-Semitic line. Like, this is horrible. Yeah. I was like, why did he spit that line? Like, like, damn. <laughs> So, yeah. so bad. But go, go ahead, so but go ahead on the record. But I, I love mean, that but, line. <laughs> I was gonna talk about that line. Like you, 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 you grabbed that one. But so I had up until this point, I think this was one of the best uh, produ- you know, produced beats on the album. Yeah. Um, I, I really like this beat. Um, like I said before, I didn't like the homie. We focus my camp Auschwitz with the concentration. That was like. Don't I, I? I wouldn't. I wouldn't bring up those memories. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't. I just wouldn't do it. Like that's just not not my place. You know, we we could talk like you know, as black folks, we could talk about our struggle. You know what I'm saying? And but sympathize. Don't, don't mention with it. anybody else's. But I don't know. Like I don't know if you can put it like that in a rap song and make it like repeatable. Like it's a. You know what I'm saying? Like like now, it's, here's, it's, it's, here's, it's, you know what's funny? Not to cut you off, but you know what I actually wrote when I wrote that down. That that quotable for me, I actually put young heads are gonna have to do their googles because I guess yeah, there's a disconnect where that that's why that line can work is because there's gonna be kids know. that aren't gonna fucking get it. They're not even going. They're not even gonna connect the dots. But uh, my if fault, they I, listen, I, if they listen, no, 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 you was good. If the, if they even listening to this, but yeah, um. Yeah, so but that was you know, but he 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 also I, he also had a uh, line that I like. He said, uh, "We eat lobster and shrimp wrappers is Ramadan." Um, if you know I mean, if you know what Ramadan is, you know that you know is when uh, Muslims they go on a fast for I yeah. think, thirty days. Thirty days, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. So I should know this. Like one of my best friends is Muslim. <laughs> yeah, I just um, want to say much, much respect to the Muslims that do Ramadan in the eu when i lived in holland and the sun is and they can't eat before they have to eat before sunrise after sunset and summertime in the eu when i was in holland i was in the netherlands the sun was up by 5 Mm a.m and the sun didn't go down till like 10 30 11 o'clock at night so ramadan in the summer in europe is a Beast. You know what's even crazier? Uh, NFL players that have to do Ramadan during training camp. Oh, that's gotta suck. It's like you mean tell me you're you're outside running all day and you you know you and like some there's a bunch of cats that actually this you know they don't they don't, they don't take no breaks man this this is Ramadan yes. it's what I do strict to doctor you know yep well from what I'm if I'm not mistaken they're allowed to take IV fluids. Yeah, I think I there's a couple like, cats I knew that chew that 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 chew gum all day. Work. Damn, that's, that's what they that's what, that's what they did because it was like you know how you especially during the summer months where you know like you said the 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 sun is coming up dumb early and going down dumb late. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you, what am I do? What am I do? What am I do? I gotta do something. Yeah. But you know, always for me, yo, chewing gum actually made me always made me hungrier. 
same here. Because mm-hmm. it's, like it's like my brain is getting ready, like, oh, oh, we about to get food. This nigga been chewing for like 10 minutes. Yo, this shit's coming. I always got more and more hungry if I chew gum. But, uh, so, man, did you say your piece on the record? My fault, man. We we, we got off on a tangent on Ramadan. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nice, uh, you know, it's a simple record, you know. I definitely think the beat is really, really dope. Uh, Meth Man, you know, he did his thing. I think my favorite part on this uh, track is definitely the uh, the hook. Mazay Jones, I think he did his thing. Yeah, yeah. Army had a dope verse, aside from those awkward Jewish references. <laughs> yeah. All right, yo, well, let's, uh, let's keep it moving. To, uh, if you say, if you, damn, I'm fucking up here. If what you say if is what true. If what you say is true. <laughs> Featuring Street Life. So, uh, what's we call it, man? Soul, man, you want to start us off if what you say is true? Um, yeah, sure. I definitely okay, like you don't that, got uh, enough. You don't got enough enthusiasm to start us off with this record. <laughs> this record hey, is you fucking fight music. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is some fight music. Let him go, let him go, man. Nah, this really is some old Def Jam you gotta, from New York. Yeah, you got to, oh, yes, you got to turn up when you talk about this record. Um, Capadonna, he definitely did his shit. Definitely had a dope verse. It was all dope. Uh, this wasn't really one of my favorite tracks, so I don't, I don't got too much to say about it. I can't be like super hype. Oh, I, like, I, I hear it in a fighting game. I just, I just think this beat is just nat. Yo, immediately oh, when this beat oh. came, my head start knocking. So that yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, this beat is insanity. That, that little horn, that little trumpet. Oh man, this, this joint is just, oh man, yeah. Right, so this joint definitely makes me want to fight somebody. Right, the, the, the beat is literally what keeps me in it. Otherwise, this would be a skippable record. But this beat really? is so, for me, yeah. Man. I, I think you got, I think uh, in terms of who's actually spitting on it, it's just like, eh, ODB. Well, at the end is great. I love that. And you know, ODB he says some real some real words. They couldn't get they don't have any verses, I guess, in the vault. But this is definitely you know, I love hearing ODB on the bridge. Uh, yeah, I just for me it would be a skippable record if this beat wasn't that dope. This has like all of the, you know, mid nineties, um the locks. You know, type of yeah, uh, yeah, feel to yeah. it to me. You know, like this is like, this, this is like this is no hooks. You know, one after another. The beat, the beat is just absolutely silly. This is um, cipher style. This is like a yeah, cipher. We just want to get on this shit. We want to spit. And like it, it's cool because you know the song is if what you say. I like the, I like the uh, the uh, the karate samples on there. And the if what you, if what you say is true thing is pretty cool because it's like you know you happen up these like. No, like people don't know, like people don't know about Wu Tang anymore. I mean, except for the cats that grew up on it. So you know, old heads is talking to young heads about Wu Tang, and you know they're like, "Well, what you say is true." Then these guys are the best, you know what I'm saying? And if you listen to some shit like this, you might be like, "Oh, these these guys are pretty are pretty damn good." Yeah, word up, word up, word up, word up, man, man, yo, let's keep going, man. We gonna keep it running right into track number fourteen, which is Saga. It's a skit featuring. Rizza. Book man, you wanna start us off with it? 
Um, <clears throat> just another. Well, just another um good uh rhythm skit. I think at the beginning he said something about uh, stopping us from prospering. Yeah, it's propaganda. Yeah, I can I, I I don't know I don't know why my junk keeps cutting out when I when I play that, but that's the part that just hit me. So I like that. Word up, word up. That's I think he just uh man, soul man, matter of fact, soul man, go ahead, man. Uh, he's got some he's got some dope lines in here, you know, saying some more powerful shit, you know, trying to stop us from prospering. Um, one of the lines I like, he said, uh, we crossed more streets than Frogger. Where, yeah, that was dope. Clever. I mean, he's talking about, you know, like, all the crazy shit that's going on, you know, military, you know, carrying, you know, air fleets across the border, you know, weapons of mass destruction and all that other stuff. And then, you know, I think the first, the first line in this skit verse is really, you know, the headline right there when he says, spread the propaganda. Word. That's that's all the media doing. Now word up, now word up, man. I think this is a like I said, solid skit, dope. I think it's really uh setting the pace. In but be- I think they set the pace for what they want you to get from this album in the skits in between the records. Yes. Yeah. Rather than giving it to you in the record, <clears throat> skits help to reinforce it. It's actually to me, it's the other way around. The music is used to reinforce the message in the skits rather than, like I said, it's being used to reinforce the music. So I think that's really dope. But we're going to um, we're gonna keep it moving right into the next track. Hood Go Bang. Red and Meth Record. Hood, man, you want to start us off, man? Hood Go Bang. Um, So I don't really have much to say about this one because this was the only straight up skip on the first list and like I couldn't wait until this song was over <laughs> like I was like oh please make it go away so yeah this was a skip for me um I didn't like it that's about it <laughs> no, and I feel you on that this is actually a skip for me so uh soul man what you think could go back it's alright it's alright see yeah I think I mean compared to the rest of Method Man's performances on this album I I could do without it. Yeah, yeah. I think meth meth delivered the weakest the weakest uh, bars on this track of the whole album. Yes, this wasn't impressed with it at all. Yeah. I mean, but uh, what should we call it, man? Let's keep it up. Let's keep it moving to my only one: Ghostface Killer, RZA, Capadon, and Stephen uh, Latour. Any uh any insight on this one, book? Uh, this is as soft as it gets, guys. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this, 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 this is love track. This is this is their love track. Boo, I love you, ride or die track. Right, like it's so crazy. Like there's no Chris Brown style rapping on this album. <laughs> you know, what nope. I'm like this nope. is, this is the the most you get is Ghostface on this hook. I mean, like well, they should have got Ghostface to do this hook. When it would made it super yeah. solidified if, he, if Ghostface did the hook, but the guy he did he did a pretty good job. To me, it's a little bit off because of everything else on this album. Like they yeah, said, I thought it, it really said, doesn't fuck fit. It. Yeah, it just the, the guy just doesn't fit. He does a good job though. I tell you that he sounds good. He does a good job. He does what he's supposed to do. But for me, 
I just wish they would have got Ghostface to do it and then just, you know, kept moving. And, um, you know, just, just pretty made it super official. But the song is really good. It's a, but, you know, it, 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 this is the love track. This is the, you know, ode to my boo. <laughs> word. Word up. For me, uh, I think, uh, what is it, uh, Stephen Latore, Latour, whatever it is, it was lackluster. I think this record is lackluster. I do agree with what you said. This is the softest we're going to get. This is the record with them trying to use, I guess, this cat on the hook. This record feels dated to me. You, you know, you're, about, you, you're probably right on that. I agree. And I think that's what I don't like about it. I, this record doesn't. I think the rec, I think this album was very nostalgic. To me, to me, nostalgia is it gives you the feeling of back in the day with something current. This feels like an old record that they've been sitting on for like what is it, ten years now? This feels like a record that probably at one point had a had a bona fide R and B star on the hook. And they couldn't get the clearance, so they put this cat on there and put the record out. <laughs> You're right. You're probably right. Yeah. But uh, so well, man, what, what was four years in the making. So maybe this is one of the older tracks in the production. Then possibly uh, there. Honestly, oh, this 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 is probably the only like real real skip for me. Mm. Stephen Stephen Latore. I don't feel like he fits with this beat. Word up. Rizza has a good verse. Cap and Ghostface. Um, if I want to hear a love song from the Wu, I'll go listen to You're All I Need. Word up. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, yo, let's keep it moving, man. We're going to get right into uh, Message, track number 17. We're almost done. Message. Message. <laughs> Got me with that. Got me with that. <laughs> now, uh, what's call it, man? I, I, I like this. I like this interlude. I like this. Uh, this letting. Uh, what is it? Uh, Kabe. Uh, I forgot the. I forgot the yeah. name. Yeah. Kabe Hiawatha Kamene, aka Booker T. Coleman. Word up. Uh, just let him speak his dialogue and speak to, speak some truth and more truths. That can't be, you know, you can't be denied. I think, like I said, they're setting the pacing again in between tracks with the inner moves and shit like that. And I like, I like the message. I think it's dope. But uh, any insight? Any insight? Um, <clears throat> he says, uh, my thing is, we adults did not stand strong and on our square to bring our young people through this process. And um, that resonates a lot with me. Um, because... You know, there's a lot of stuff, you know, growing up where, you know, an adult that was, you know, bringing me up or an adult that was mentoring me or, you know, had influence on my life um, should have had a lot more influence. And I should have probably known a lot more than I knew, you know, at the, at, you know, by the time I got to college, you know, word, word. and you got, you got all these adults around, you got all this knowledge around you. And because... You know, you guys didn't like like the like the verse says, stand on your square, didn't keep the uh, movement going, or didn't um, give me any of that energy. You know, what I'm saying I had to learn for myself late. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it was 
you know, it's like like go, going to school, going to an all black school. You know, you get a lot of Afrocentricity. You get a lot of Pan Africanism, five percenters, Muslims. You get a lot of really smart revolutionary type folks. And you know, when I got there, it was real like it was real like an eye opener. Like, dang, bro, like y'all light years ahead of shit that I, you know, what I'm saying that I that I've been taught, but. Yeah, y'all been reading all these books. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about half of these books. <laughs> you know, and it and to me, I think that that definite that 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 first line definitely resonated with me. Yeah, nah, that's dope. That's dope. So, man, what you think? What you got on this record? Um, you know, it's just reinforcing all of the other messages and skits that I've been playing throughout the album. You know, we need to be there for our kids. We need to support them. We need to be. There to instill those values and and that way of life before you know they they uproot it out of us, they buy us out, and they take they take more than what they already have word up word up yeah, i mean uh like I said man, it's a solid track it makes it made a lot of sense man we also, let's just keep it trucking man we're going to the last the last track track number eighteen. The saga continues outro featuring RZA, which is, again, RZA, you know, just coming on, uh, finalizing the pacing with some more, uh, with some more Afro Samurai type beats and just talking, you know, spitting more truth about how he feels and what's going on. Uh, what y'all think? I snatch him. I snatch the hammer from Thor, then knock Odin off his horse. Yeah, <laughs> that called me too. Word, word. Up. That called me too. Yeah, nice shit. Nice shit talking. And 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 and, and Odin's horse has. I think it's supposed to have like eight legs. So yeah, it, Odin's horse. I, is a beast. So what's great? What's fun? What's funny is that like I I was I love comic books. But like I don't know all the backstory, and I so I've been you know we've been having a lot of Marvel movies come out in the last you know what ten years, so I've been really 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 reading up on a lot of comic book stuff that I missed back in my younger days, and I was like and when he said that line I automatically remember I was like oh I read about that shit I'm like that horse is a beast like how the hell you knock somebody over that fucking horse <laughs> without it kicking you or some shit <laughs> well he obviously has Thor's hammer yeah. So yeah, you can do that, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't know. If we, let's not bring nerd logic into this. Let's, not <laughs> <bring> this. <laughs> keep, let's keep it. Let's keep it playing, let's man. Keep it, let's keep, keep it hip hop. Yeah, keep it hip hop. <laughs> we ain't we ain't we ain't bringing the nerd the nerd lingo because then we could really go in and break it down. But uh, hell yeah, hell yeah. But uh, nah, all right, man. So that was it, yo. That is the Wu Tang Plans album. For 2017, the saga continues. So, fellas, man, uh, you you guys go on all your uh, it's streaming on, across all media platforms, your iTunes, your Spotify's, your um, go, go to your Google Play Store, go to your Apple Music Store, buy it if you want it. Support the artists, man. Support real MCs that make real music, real rap raw. Holla at your boy, boy. You know what I mean? But, uh, fellas, man, you know what time it is, man. It's time to rate this album. Now, understand, you know, we I understand we're on a real high horse right now. We uh 
we, we, we got Rhapsody who got a perfect score. Let's not feel like this has to be a regular thing. You know what I mean? It's no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> it's not a regular thing. So, out of five stars, what are you rating Wu-Tang Clan's album? And why? Okay, um, the album as a whole, I feel definitely uh provided us with that classic Wu Tang sound. Definitely gave uh gave me a nostalgic feel. It made me think about some older Wu Tang tracks that I knew from before. Um, there were a couple of odd fits on certain pieces. And some places where I feel like uh, certain skits didn't really mesh up too well with their corresponding song. But I'm not one to judge the composition of, of someone else's property. But as a whole, I would probably have to give this album, because I had to skip, a 4.3. Out of five. Word up, word up, word up. Boogie man, bug, a boogie with the hoodie, living with the uh, Spring Lake Park in his front yard. <laughs> Across the street from T.I. and shit. Around the corner from Barack Obama. Okay. <laughs> Having my ties with Chris Rock. <laughs> Feeding his fucking koi fish and shit. Feeding koi fish. That just magically survive in the wintertime. Dope. He's about to pass out some diamond stars, yo. Oh! <laughs> what you rating this Wu-Tang? <laughs> the saga continues. Uh, very nostalgic. Wow. Very nostalgic. Uh, um, these dudes showing their skill. Um, the beats were... I mean, the production on this was, you know, top-notch. Like, this dude Mathematics is, you know, showing showing his skill all over this one. Oh, yeah. Um and um, so I'm giving this one, I'm giving this one like a 4.5. This one was a really good album. I mean, like, only reason why I wouldn't give it a five is because at the end, you know, there was a couple, there was a couple miscues. <laughs> that was about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, Miss, just, a couple misfires. Couple, couple misfires at the end. Other than that, man, like it was pretty flawless up until, up, up until Hood Go Bang and My Only One. I mean, those are the last two tracks of the album. Yeah. But they were really that bad. Like, That's intense. <laughs> I mean, Hood Go Bang was only like a minute and a half long. It was yeah. still that, that, says a, that says a lot. Holy shit. shit. That says a yeah. lot. It was and, that and bad to me. My, my, my only one wouldn't have been that bad if they would have. I think, I think if they would just took the dude off the hook. Or and put somebody else on it. Let so Ghostface do the hook. Yeah, like Ghostface he's been do the doing hook. this whole record. Ghostface on the yeah. hook. Shit, they could have put Neil on the hook. It. Don't try. Yeah, I think I think that really dated that record, which kind of killed the vibe of the whole album. Yeah. So you get four point five book. You gave it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh damn! I guess I'm the heavy this time, huh? Yep. Yeah. So yeah. no pressure. Oh no no no! It, it, it's gonna get pressure. I, I feel like tracks one through four are pretty much skippable. They're not. Damn. They're solid records. Oh, the whole album is solid. I, I like Fast and Furious. I can put this album on and just go. Like, let's say when I'm cleaning up the house and we, you know, we doing mm-hmm. our, this whole album, I can just press play on, provided the kids ain't home. 
But uh, if I'm picking records, I'm never playing one, two, three, or four. And then I'm never playing 14 through 18. So that gives me from track five to track 13. And then you figure in between that one, two, what, two or skits, three or skits, whatever the case may be. That, but that, 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 seven, that like that, six, five tracks. Yeah, six, five to six tracks that I actually will listen to and play reg, almost regularly when I go back to this album. So with that being said, the album was sandwiched. It had, it had okay, really good, really bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, the skits aren't really bad, but you know, to me, skits, they don't count. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. Yeah. They're skits. They don't count to me. But uh, records-wise, I just really think they're just really bad to me. I really don't like my only one. I really think it destroys the whole vibe of the album. If anything, put that first and get it out the way. Yeah, somebody has some influence on that. Yeah, it's like either put that record up toward the top, get it out the way, and then just let the rest of the album be like this. Don't give me a whole album like this and then out of nowhere, I want to love you record. Because it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't fit anything this album gave you. Or put this, put this after, uh, put this in front of why, why, why. When you're talking about the black family, then put uh, my only one. Arrange yeah. it just a little differently. It would have probably felt a little better to get that. Go from my only one, then why, 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 then G'd up. If you know, if you say it's true, like just change the arrangement of it, and that I think would change the whole vibe of that record, which could have potentially saved this record from only getting a four from me. Mm. I think it's a solid record. It's above average, uh, but it's only a four. Like I said, I think the, 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 the center of the album is really good, but everything that surrounds it isn't. Method Man is obvious. I mean, it's obvious. You can see why Method Man, I think, is the most successful of all the members of Wu-Tang Clan in terms of uh, rapping, you know. Yeah career it's easy to see why method man is the uh the, the standout the the breakaway star everyone went gold method man always went platinum you know it's real easy to see that off this app uh i think mathematics is a genius i think rizza is a genius i think uh they every everybody's super talented but i think this album really showed uh the level of each person mm-hmm. so you yes. can see what artists weren't on par with the other guys old wu-tang i never felt that i don't know if it's just from them you know they, they evolve so you can't blame them they evolve as mcs they evolve as artists but for me yep. old wu-tang you wouldn't i, I couldn't t- you know for me at old wu-tang i could never tell that inspected deck wasn't as good as method man no but now i can say yo Method Man is way better than everybody out there right now. Like he's 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 superb. I can make a I can make a solid judgment off this record, and I think it was, I think in that aspect it made the album a little bit divisive. Whereas now instead of listening to the Wu Tang Clan, I'm waiting to see whose verse is going to be better, which changes the whole vibe I get across the album. Like I said, but that's why it gets a four because I did I just think it pulled me a, a little bit in other directions. And just by 
just by the sheer talent on the records themselves, which should yeah. be fault. But I think you really know I I I I see that I feel that and I I judge it accordingly to that. But uh, yeah. So anything else I want to touch on with this with this album before we uh, close out? Uh, that's it for me, man. All right, cool, man. Yo, well, like I said, yo, this has been another episode of the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. Hashtag a podcast for the rest of us. You know what I mean? Hit us up. Let us know what you think about this album. You can go to I Do It For Hip Hop 1 at yahoo.com. Leave us a comment there. Talk about it. You can chop it up with us there. You can go on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. And you know what I mean? We'll talk, tell us what you're feeling about these, about this album or about any album or just touch base. Let us know what you might want to hear us talk about. You know what I mean? We, I think we're, we might be coming in soon to a, a format change. So stay tuned for that. And, uh, we'll, you know what I mean? In the future, in the near future, we'll have some more info on that. Letting you guys know what's going to be going on with us for the future. But, um, like I said, yeah, you can go on SoundCloud, leave a comment there, iTunes, uh, Five-star review. Leave comments. You know what I mean? We'd love to hear what you guys have to say. We appreciate it. We appreciate all the insight and all the uh, all the input. I do it for hiphop1 at yahoo.com. You want to find us on Twitter, man? Want to chop it up with us? You can chop it up with us. I'm on Twitter. Great Pharaoh. G-R number eight underscore P. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Irrit, 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 irrit. Yeah, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I started looking at the TV. <laughs> you want to you, you hit us up, man? You can find us on Twitter. Yeah, you know I mean, you can always, uh, I'm there sometimes. You can find me on Twitter, Great Pharaoh, G R number eight, underscore, P H A R O A H. Boog, man. Where can they find you, man? Uh, you can find me at Twitter, Mr. Can I Live, M-R-C-A-N-I-L-I-V-E. That's what's up. That's what's up. Soul, man, tell them where they can find you. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, S-O-L underscore I-N-V-I-C-T-U-S-1-7. That's Soul underscore Invictus 17. Come holler at me. That's what's up. That's what's up. This has been another episode of the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. I am Great Pharaoh, and I do it for hip hop. You know, I'm Boog, and I do it for hip hop. So sleep oh. already. Crap. Damn. I'm, I'm on my phone. My phone, my phone. Shit, 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 shit. Let me do it real quick. You can just edit this out. Damn, damn. I'm so, and I do it for hip hop. No, I'm not editing that out. I'm leaving that. Yes, you got to leave it in. Show you unprofessional. Got to leave it in. And then the music, and then the theme music's gonna fade out right about now. Concept. 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 Concept.